Welcome back to San Mavino. It's good to have you guys here with us. Yes. I'm glad yeah. you left all of your son's like dinosaur toys <laughs> on the table because Taylor has put six of them all in 69 positions. Uh, that's not a 69 position. That's just, yeah. that's just a root and tootin' well, good I mean, time. You know what? A, Literally tootin'. Hold on. A, a stegosaurus and a, a triceratops? That's a, a 38 if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they've been extinct for 69 million years as luck. Hey That's 1 million years for every bone. And well, I mean, they, you're not going to get pregnant in that position. I'm <laughs> sure. You're not a paleontologist. You don't know. Yeah, you, well, yeah. I don't know. It's, okay. Yeah. Well. I mean, maybe you can travel back in time, land of the lost. They're all doing nasty stuff. Living in the land of the lost. I mean, you're, you're right. I don't know exactly how much ejaculate uh, Triceratops is dealing with. No. So, or if it comes out of their horns. We don't maybe. know. No. That's the one thing Jurassic Park did not tell us. Yeah, we yeah. didn't see yeah. like a fire hose well, semen. Well, we did see the backside, though. That was one big pile of shit. Exactly. Yeah. I can only imagine it come out the front. <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine at least three Peter Norths. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you stack Peter North end on end, that's how yeah. Matt yeah. Ramsey, depending yeah. on, on yeah. what fan of his. I mean, he's got, he's got a triceratops in his pants. That's <laughs> true. Like, that's for damn sure. That's a, that's a righteous horn. He's got my some dude. crustaceans down there, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly crustaceans. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, we are <laughs> here with Taylor Owens, Travis yeah. Bud. Yo, yo, yo. Sean Jordan is away, but we're thinking about him. Yeah. Wherever, whatever island he's on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd Wofford. And this is New Year's, our New Year's Eve podcast. It's not New Year's Eve yet, but we're going to watch a New Year's Eve-based yeah. movie. Do we have to kiss at the end of this? We don't have to, but we're going to. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what I signed up for anyway. Okay. That's, right. There's mistletoe hanging over us There's for a reason right now. There's tons of mistletoe. Wait, wait, hold on. Does mistletoe, is that still in play after Christmas? Oh, it's free game. Yeah. Is anytime, that year-round? Anytime, well, according to mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's just dangerous. Yeah, it's always poisonous, but still. Yeah. Mistletoe, camel toe, mistletoe can be dangerous if you eat it. So we're going to talk about when Harry missed out. A kiss can be even deadlier (laughs) if you really mean it. (laughs) Thank you, Trav. That was a nice haiku. Yeah. Uh, It was from, it was Catwoman and Batman Returns. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, so <laughs> we're drinking a Chanton Brut Rosé. I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Happy Christmas. Yes. Happy Christmas, Ron. Yeah. Happy Christmas, Harry. Um, but yeah, we're going to drink some Chanton Brut Rosé, classic California sparkling. Um, Is it red shit? It's a rosé. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. It has a. It's like a rose gold, like iPad color. Yeah, you know? it's it's classic Steve mm-hmm. Jobs Cupertino. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of a, a orangey pink color, mm-hmm. and quite good, I think, for the fifteen dollar price. I mean, it's exactly the same color as like a diet cherry Seven Up. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going though. for too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they want it to look like something you get Sonic. <laughs> Diet cherry seven and up, <laughs> caffeine free, mm-hmm. yeah. and just one calorie. Um, but yeah, this is this is nice and little budget, bubbly. You know, be good for New Year's if you don't want to go all the way on a high end champagne. Oh, yeah. I always go all the way on New Year's. Yeah, that's what I've heard. 
I, I've heard the, the screaming. Mean, that's what you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've seen. Yeah, I got that <laughs> mistletoe up year-round. Yeah. Pervert. Um, but then we're also going to do a little cava. We got some uh, delicious Spanish cava, which is an affordable bubbly. This is the uh, Juvie and Camps. Have you been there? To Juvie? I mean, the records are sealed, but I was there for yeah. like two years. <laughs> 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 the court's not allowed to release yeah. that information, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, cherry bombs in the toilets. I mean, what do you Well, yeah. Do? Yeah. You always got to protect your towel. You yeah. only get one. That's exactly right. <laughs> I've been there, too. <laughs> So yeah, this <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, it says somebody that's never been to juvie. You've been to juvie, man. You protect your fucking towel. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, you know, put your clothes on and be stuck to your body because you ain't got no towel. Well, it can also be used as a weapon. They don't give you shivs in there. Yeah, you snap people in the butt with that thing. That hurts. In the butt. <laughs> okay, I play for keeps, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyway, this is a cava from Spain. This is a uh, Brut Natura, so it's going to be on the drier side of Brut. This is the cava we haven't gotten to yet, but it's going to be on the drier side. Yeah. I would put this one on the sweeter side of a Brut. I would say so, too. Yeah. yeah. This has a little, I mean, it's not sweet by any means, but it definitely has a little more of a sugary, yeah. fruity feel to it. So. I think that color throws people off, but it was like, you know, it's just it's just the skin of the grape, girl. Yeah. I had a leftover microwaved uh, Whataburger today, so I'm getting some of those onions, and this is cutting through. Pairs well. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm getting the full full taste that you get. Yeah, your taste buds haven't rebuilt themselves yet. No. <laughs> Whataburger onions, they, they'll set you back a couple days. Well, yeah. they flavor everything that you eat. And honestly, with onions, half <laughs> the time, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, these are both under 20 bucks. Good bubblies, I think, to do if you're, look, if you're on a budget for New Year's Eve. And especially if you're buying multiple bottles. These yeah. are Chenin Brut Rosé and the Juvie and Camps. So, again, Juvie's no place to go. Take my word for that. No. <laughs> Keep your towel clean. But when you were reach. <laughs> but when you were in Spain, you didn't see that place. No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Juvie or the winery. Oh, the winery. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I, or Juvie in Spain. No, you definitely don't want to go to Juvie in Spain. No. No. I mean, you get a big towel, but you still have to guard it. <laughs> you got to share it with two people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a much bigger towel. Yeah. Still. Um, so we're going to talk about when Harry met Sally. Um, <laughs> a classic New Year's Eve movie. Uh, dare I say, an iconic uh, rom com all time uh, a little background on this movie uh, this was released July 14th 1989 which seems weird because it seems like very fall and yeah. Christmas New Year's centric yeah you know you see them walking around leaves falling all around them it doesn't seem like a July summer movie to me yeah you get two Decembers in there two separate times where they're getting like Christmas trees or at least Meg Ryan's getting a Christmas tree and you got two New Year's in there. Mm-hmm. I thought you were only picking this for a New Year's because of the very end yeah but I, I which totally is iconic for, yeah, yeah. I, I totally forgot that there was they, they had another New Year's in there and then like a pact or something to be each other's date the yeah. next year and it's like, you know, New Year's kind of plays a big role in the flow of the story. Two big New Year's scenes in the movie. Um, so, yeah, this girl's $90 million against a $16 million budget. Directed by Rob Reiner, who also directed Smile Tap, mm-hmm. which we watched. Mm. Uh, Stand By Me, Princess Bride, Misery, Few Good Men. So he's had some some hits. Oh, yeah, he was reading Misery. And, the um, yeah, Billy Crystal was reading Misery in one of the... the I, I, I saw that, but I never knew that Rob Reiner directed it. Mm-hmm. A little foreshadowing there. Yep. Um, this oh, by, did, they, did that come out after this, I guess? Yeah, it okay. came out the next year. Uh, it's written by Nora Ephron, who uh, also wrote 
uh, or co-wrote Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. So huh. definitely rom-com superstar writer. Uh, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan play the title couple who meet just after college, share a cross-country ride in New York City. They build a weird off-kilter chemistry until Harry ruins it by declaring that men and women cannot sustain platonic, platonic friendship with each other. With that, they go their separate ways. Many years pass. They occasionally run into each other, but always while they're in a relationship with somebody else. Um, After a very long time, they see each other when they're actually single, and they decide to strike up a truly platonic friendship, and they develop an actual bond with each other and start doing everything together, falling asleep on the phone to each other's voices, sharing everything. And so basically, they are trying to live out a friendship when they don't realize or can't, won't, won't realize that they're actually soulmates. So they're actually pushing back against the idea that they are meant for yep. each other. Um, so basically, yeah, Rob Reiner and uh, Nora Ephron uh, interspersed the stories, cutaway interviews of elderly couples who recall like how serendipity either f- kept them apart or brought them together at just the right time when they were supposed to be together, and then they wound up together forever. And so basically, Harry and Sally are either going to defy Harry somebody's going to be wrong they're either going to defy Harry's belief that men and women can't be just friends or they're going to stay friends and defy the destiny that all the couples talk about and live out their lives as friends instead of so uh, I, I have a question I didn't look at this beforehand um, are all of the couples that like in between like interviewed it it's almost like the office or something where they're interviewing like little snapshots. Are those actual couples? Or are those actors? I honestly don't know. Yeah. Cause I think I recognize at least two of the women from something else. I believe they're actors. Yeah, I, yeah. I would assume actors. Yeah. Like the, Cause the stories were pretty funny. Mm, yeah. I, I know. I, I believe I remember that Rob Reiner's mother is the one that says I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. one story I remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And now, famous uh, Katz's Deli in New York yep. is where that scene takes place. Okay. And they've obviously got posters and pictures of that in their deli now. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, that's what I got for a summary. I'm kind of curious to see what you guys think. Have you seen it before? And if not, what did you think about it as a first impression? So, yeah. Take. Um, yeah, I had seen this before. But maybe not all the way through. This might have been one of those ones where I saw, like, hungover on a couch. I I knew the iconic scenes before I even saw the movie, to be honest. It was like, so I, I, I never watched it, but I saw them. I, I knew what was going to happen of all these iconic scenes. And I knew the whole, the whole play of the movie. I watched it one time. I was in and out of it, zoned out. I don't remember a lot of it. But re-watching it, I got to say that it is the first thing I thought of when I was watching it's like this is a what I would translate to nowadays a Kevin Smith early movie so dialogue driven heavy so dialogue heavy which I think I actually kind of liked it was like I think I actually kind of liked it it was very dialogue heavy and I enjoyed it um, but you really couldn't take your eye off it and not only was it dialogue heavy, it was fast. And and I and I'm a fast talker, but I felt like Billy Crystal, all the jokes were fast. Everything was fast. We're moving, we're moving, we're moving. And I knew all the scenes, I knew how everything ended. But I will say, like for an hour and thirty-six minutes, I understand the iconic 
aspect of it. Like one of the first real true rom-coms, maybe even the flash forward of all the years going in. And it, it was very, very, I, I actually loved it a lot. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a great movie. I don't think I would, this isn't one I would repeat a lot. Yeah. It was, I wouldn't go back and be, oh, hey, let's watch when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Um, and my girlfriend was the same way. She was, oh, you're going to watch it? Can I watch it with you? And I was like, you like this movie? She was like, I love this movie. I was like, when's the last time you watched it? I was like, I don't know, five years ago? I'm like, yeah, okay. And it's like, so I knew that it's an iconic movie, but maybe one you can't rewatch unless you just fell in love with it the first time you've seen it. Yeah. Um, but I, I did love the acting. I actually liked the storyline. It was actually pretty funny. It was very comedic. There were some weird scenes with Billy Crystal where I was like, man... Because all I can think about is Billy, Billy Crystal is just pure comedy, just pure comedy. And it's like his face, I was like, man, he's trying to be serious and I'm just not buying it. I'm just not buying it. Yeah. Um, but there was, I don't have a problem with the movie at all. It is not like, this is a weird, a weird rating for me because I would say for me in a movie aspect and what this movie does for film and what it has done, is definitely like a nine out of ten. It's like this is one of the greatest movies of all time, and it and it it, it is a perfect movie, mm-hmm. almost very well written, very well done, and I actually liked it. Yeah. But for me personally, I'd probably rate this movie. I don't know, like seven and a half. Yeah, you know, seven and a half, eight. It was like just mainly because it felt like a chasing Amy version. It was like it's just a chasing Amy. There's very dialogue. There's a lot of ins and out of the story. Like what's going on, but. It is no doubt an iconic film. Yeah. And so it's, it's so weird to be like, man, I would say this is like, you know, a nine movie. But for me, it's like, I don't know, seven, seven and a half. What do you think Bailey would give it? I mean, because she's a, okay, well, I didn't even phrase <laughs> that. Because, because she is a female and she does, and, and, and she does love Meg Ryan. And it was like, um, I, I would probably say she would give it at least a nine or, or not, or maybe even a 10. Yeah. She was like, when she was watching it, she was like, she could even quote all of the lines. She's like, she's like I have this on DVD. Yeah. She's like, I love this movie. Yeah. And I was like, and I, it's like, and I get that. And I still think it is one of the most, I know what it got inducted into the library of Congress or what, you know, it, it's, yeah. and so no, there's no doubt, but I was like, man, I get it, but I don't know if I would watch this movie yeah. multiple times over. But I not a guy's movie for sure. Yeah, but I, I still thought some of the the, the writing was great. Um, what was it? Um, his friend uh, Bruno uh, Kirby. Kirby yeah. yeah, City Slickers. Uh, City, City Slickers. Slickers. So I had to go look and see Bruno. I was like, all right, I got to do a quick little Google, a little Wikipedia. Rest in peace. Oh, is he? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, but I didn't. I, I was like, oh, uh, leukemia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'll go. go back. Yeah. Uh, but he. Uh, <laughs> the only thing, the best part of this movie was my research is that, and this is via Wikipedia, so who knows it's true or not, <laughs> but the only reason why he didn't do City Slickers 2 is because I guess he was like violently allergic to horses, and so he was getting shots like every day on the set. Yeah. That's the only reason why he was like, nah, I ain't doing Legend for Curly's Gold. It's like, hell no, man. It's like fucking me up. I don't blame him. Yeah. Like, Help him get me. Yeah. <laughs> no. like, yeah. But, so anyway, long story short, this movie... Seven and a half on my scale, only because I don't know if I would rewatch it. Yeah. But as for just a movie in the quantum realm realm of movies, oh, it's a nine. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you have to. It's, it's, even if you don't love this movie, you have to respect the movie yeah. and understand what what it was and what it did. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm close to that. I think I would 
give this a solid eight five. Um, it's interesting, like obviously a lot of times with these romantic comedies, you want to get the good looking gal, the good looking guy. Billy Crystal is not exactly your leading man in a romantic comedy. No, but the other thing is sometimes with romantic comedies, you can have like the the good looking funny gal. But you can have the, mm, I don't want to say uglier dude, but like not not the hot guy as long as they're funny or they, they're charismatic or something. The Seth Rogen rule. Exactly. Yeah. Adam Sandler. Well, they kind which, of write about that. Which there. Billy Crystal obviously yeah. is. Uh, but I was also going to say that Bruno Kirby, I know, is a, a great actor because he had his whole uh, uh, speech in, in City Slickers uh, in the first one where I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's it's fucking great, but it's just never given that much. And and he was great in this as well. The um, my problem is I don't think I had ever seen this all the way through, like sitting down from beginning to end. More than I think I saw it maybe once, but with commercials and like, um, but I, I I think I've maybe seen it three or four other times piecemeal with commercials, like started it fifteen minutes in or something. Um, so I've seen all of it, but never sat down to and watched the entire thing with no commercials. This is my first time, I want to say. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't realize it was only an hour and a half. Um, I, I loved all the scenes. Uh, I, I love how, how crazy and off the wall um, Billy Crystal is and how, how uh, meticulous Meg Ryan is in her scenes and all of her quirkiness like yeah. um but um yeah it, it was it was great it, I, I loved all of the little intercalary like shots with the the fake slash real couples like I, I I liked how they used that to skip a beat and be like all right five years later yeah and it wasn't always like a huge time skip when they did it. Like sometimes they d- didn't even give it to you. Like they would say it in, um, in the, uh, line deliveries. Like, Oh, it's been three weeks or however much longer or in between yeah. whenever they, they finally slept together. But this, I did notice this and this is maybe just a guy thing. Obviously, uh, Meg Ryan doing the, the fake orgasm in the deli is iconic. But I never really, somehow it hit me this time where I was like, oh, I guess I had never seen the night where they like spend the night together. And she's, she's crying about her ex that she doesn't really care about, but didn't marry her. But like, she's giving the poise, uh, coital bliss, uh, energy. And I'm like, did, did Billy Crystal do it? Did he, did he hit the button? Is that, you know? (laughs) Did she fake it? Or yeah. Did she not like that's my question? <laughs> yeah, they did a whole entire fucking scene. The yeah. most iconic scene of the entire fucking movie is her doing the fake orgasm, which everybody thought was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And you know they get together. And I'm like, did did she? I'm inferring that she did. I guess. I, yeah. You know, she was enjoying the shit out of she herself. Got him some, she got him some water. She got Evian. Yeah. <laughs> Not the best. Like bottle water in the 80s. Wait, no when expense. did this come out? 89. 89. Yeah. 89 Evian. God damn money bags. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, she she seemed to have a good time. And then he was just sitting there stark 
raving calm. Like, uh, this yeah. is, this is, this is a little bit weird. Yes. Which, and, and again, I saw it from a different angle. I'm like, he's really enjoying the, the fact that he's got a platonic relationship with a woman and he's enjoyed it. And he's like, I fucked this whole thing up. I, I screwed up the entire thing. Yeah. Um, but I really liked the whole realization of him running around New Year's and then finally being like, fuck it, I gotta go. And of course, again, I don't know if it was pioneered here, but I would say damn near the whole running. Oh, to, yeah. Like make a time. Mm-hmm. But then you think, uh, it, you know, it, it it's, uh, switches expectations because you're like he's got to make it there by new year's he's got to give her like the new year's kiss right and then they just like shoot right past it they're like nope fuck it we've already done the countdown the countdown's done everybody's already kissing and saying happy new year and shit and they're like they've gone off like they're off script you're like wait a minute you guys were supposed to kiss right at new year's like no is this actually going to happen so i love the fact that they don't they give you a timetable, then they skip the timetable, but then they still give you what you're asking. Yeah, I like the the uh, the, the JB fake out a yeah. little bit. I mean, it's the you know, they, it's, it goes all the way to Casablanca, where it's like you know Humphrey Bogart's character is kind of writing their story between him and Angry Birdman, and his always thing is like it's got to have a wow finish. You know, you got to it's the writers talking through him. It's like you know rom coms got to have the big wow finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, that defines the genre. I, I was getting mixed up with Carrie Fisher in this and also the man with one red shoe <laughs> where she's like cheating on her husband with somebody else. And I kept waiting for these other scenes. I'm like, man, the 80s just really like melded together for me. This didn't quite yeah, happen. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I thought she was cheating with some guy that was like dressed as Tarzan. I was like, nope, that's the wrong movie. Wrong <laughs> fucking 80s movie. They all blur together. Um, so what would you give it, you think? I'm going to say eight five. Eight five. Like, like Tay said, it's iconic. It's, it's not one. I mean, I guess when I see it on TV, I do stop and try to watch it every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's not always my go-to, but if I see it, like, like it's not one I think of and I'm like, man, I really got to fucking watch it. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. But when it's on, I'm like, Oh, this is good shit. Yeah. Um, so eight five for me. That's strong. So you're probably seven five. I would say my my ultimate be like seven five eight. Yeah. Like I, I think it's a as a iconic movie, it's a nine hundred percent. So yeah. No, this is delicious. Oh, hey, why don't you pour me some? Why don't yeah. you hand that over let's, here to let's, me? Let's yeah, just here. Why don't you just want to hand that over there to me? Oh, thank you, sir. Um, I guess my official rating would be an eight because I would say seven seven and a half, but nine on the. Um, Iconic the, meter. The, the meter, you have to go see this movie. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I was like, you have this movie because... You have to see it at least once. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm an eight for me. The kind of same deal. You know, I, it's a nine for recommendation purposes, but a seven for me personally. So average it out, eight. Yeah. So wait, yeah, yeah. Does it matter, like... Uh, I mean, we did this one of, one of, our, one of our other films where we gave it a... a uh, a rating and then we were like well as a romantic comedy yeah i mean this is almost a 10 i would say if in romantic comedies you I'm, need to watch this to appreciate any and all if but you're like a fan of the genre yeah just just flat out for me it was eight five I, yeah, yeah. And, and, and i i agree to that where it's like this, this this is a film where it's like you know if you're looking at what began romantic comedies this this is to me kind of it yeah but for me it's like you know that go back to that movie thing of like hey this is this film 
needs to be watched. And it was like, you know, regardless of my personal opinion of it, where it's like, okay, maybe a seven, seven and a half. It's like, yeah. who cares? I mean, someone could say, oh, this is the worst movie of all time. Mm-hmm. But you still got to watch it. Yes. I mean, yeah. someone could write this like, oh, this is the this movie's terrible. It's dog shit. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You still got to watch it. You still have to watch it. Yeah. And I, I agree. Um, and yeah, I'm not necessarily a rom com guy in general. Not necessarily my thing. Oh, it's my bag, baby. Yeah. And, you know, and definitely. So when I do a review, I have to kind of take that into account. Yeah. You've averaged out a lot of things into that rating. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an aggregate. What? That's a big word. Yeah, I know. Ew. I had to work Statistics, that in. Statistics? <laughs> analytics? Yeah. A- analytics? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, uh, Meg Ryan, Billy Crystal have great chemistry with each other. There's a lot of great, Nora Ephron writes some great scenes. Um, to me, it's like Billy Crystal's speech at the end is like one of the iconic like rom-com yeah. speeches to win back the girl. Um, I mean, to me, it outdoes Jerry Maguire. You know, you complete oh, me. It's, yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's one of the big speeches. Well, the Jerry Maguire one took too long. Yes, it was a little wordy. When the when the woman has to say like Renee Zellweger has to say shut up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's too long. Um, so, uh, real quick before you wrap it up, what do we think is the best Meg Ryan romantic comedy? I, I know we've done Sleepless in Seattle, Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm not as well versed with that. I know you've got mail. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle and this. Yeah. Are, would those be her, her triumvirate of yeah. romantic comedies? I think this is her best one. Which one? This is the best I think one? so. Yes. Yeah. I would say this and then um, You've Got Mail, honestly, weirdly. Yes. And then Sleepless in Seattle. And, and even though I, lo- I, I, I may like those movies more personally, I think this is her best, by far her best film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, to give you an idea of how iconic this is, my wife chose that Billy Crystal speech for our engagement photos to put with it in our entryway. She'd never seen the movie at that point, but she uh-huh. knew that quote. Yeah. And so, but that was one that we do a Valentine's Day. Like, I cook dinner for her, and then we watch, we scratch a rom-com off the list. And that, we did this one a few years ago. We, we've done Pretty Woman. We've done Ghost. Um, we've done Say Anything. We've done Dirty Spinal Dancing. Tap. We've done Spinal Tap. Um, but then, yeah, when Harry Met Sally, basically we do a different one every year, and this is definitely one of the ones we had to scratch off the list. Nice. So, and she was a fan. She enjoyed it a lot. Um, big, My girlfriend also liked this. <laughs> big fan. Mm-hmm. Huge um, fan. Yeah. But yeah, this has been another episode of Cinema Vino. Um, and yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed our little New Year's broadcast. Uh, yes. Um, this uh, Juvian Caves is a great kava. By the way, if you, it has a very green apple flavor. I was going to say, it's just, it's just fruit hay. Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest, I forgot that you poured this. And so I took the first sip and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you if you like a nice like green apple flavor, it's oh, yeah. definitely what you got. Very, yeah. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> um, but uh, next week we're gonna take a little break and then we're gonna go on to Dan- James Bond, uh, James Judy Dench. <laughs> I also really liked that wagon wheel table. I thought it was cool. I did too. I felt bad for him too. I was iffy on the wagon wheel table, no. especially when they were wheeling it out. It's like oh, I don't know how. Well, so and, and and was this so? Is this when Carrie Fisher was trying to make her like name beside Star Wars? Was she was like, was she was like, hey, I'm trying to you know get away from Princess Leia. If anything, this was kind of her like comeback role because it was like, you know, she got into drugs pretty bad in the eighties mm-hmm. as did a lot of people. Yeah. She did this. She did man with one red shoe. She did blues brothers. Postcards from the edge. I don't know what that is. It's a good movie. I'd recommend it. Huh. Um, 
Well, oh, it's based on her book. I mean, it's it's uh, Meryl Streep and Shirley MacLaine, but mm. she wrote the book based on her relationship with Debbie Reynolds, her mom. Huh. So yeah, she she went into more like writing and stuff like that. At that point, she became a very well known script doctor. Interesting. Oh uh, yeah, I heard about that. I believe like stuff like Hook. I think she did a pass oh, on that script. I mean, she did quite a few stuff no. for Steven Spielberg. And the fuck, are we gonna watch Hook for this? It's a Christmas movie for yeah. sure. Bangarang. I tried mm. to pass that. I tried to float that last year. It, 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 we were iffy about that as a Christmas movie. I will watch that June 1st. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it? Uh, combat boots on Bob Dylan's coffee table? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, well, we will see you guys uh, next time. We're going to do a Bond deep dive, and then after that, we're going to look at the Oscar race 2022. Here we go. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> I'll have what she's having. See, that was real though. I won't have. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a hard pass on what he's having. <laughs> Table's uh, all sticky. Yeah. Um, uh, good movies, decent movies, great movies. Only drunker and mm. bangs and whimpers. Wait, let's hear everybody's orgasm. Mm. Okay, that's not how you sound. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> Hubba hubba. <laughs> we will see you guys next time. <laughs> Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. <laughs>